0: popcorn, put on your comfiest pajamas, and grab a drink, because it's time for a new episode of Sierra Unfiltered. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sierra Unfiltered podcast. Hey, guys. I know that we only missed one week while I was in Europe, but it feels like... Forever. It, Forever. I know. I just... I i missed you guys. I missed <laughs> I missed you, and I miss you guys, and I missed Carly, and I just missed having, like... These conversations, like it's literally like the highlight of my week, just sitting down and talking and being silly and.
1: I know, I feel the same way. I'm excited to get back into it. Yeah. So So, what (laughs) you drinking? What are you
0: drinking? I'm drinking cranberry juice. I, for a first, am drinking like an actual coffee beverage. So if you only listen to the podcast, you're going to be like, Sierra, this is blasphemy. Like only a few weeks ago, my unpopular opinion was that coffee sucks. Mm Mm-hmm. I am now an Espresso fan. Dun, dun, dun! I <laughs> love Espresso. As if espresso. Zero wasn't already hyper enough. <laughs> I know. I know! But... I discovered first I like discovered I love cappuccinos yeah and then I realized I actually like the foam to milk ratio better in a latte so I am drinking a latte yeah I think that also something about your personality
1: that should be discussed is that you have a very I don't know if addictive is the right word I think addictive is the right okay, word I didn't want to like go out and say it but definitely once you get into something you get into it oh yeah like bogs you got into it rocks you got into it Scrapbooking. scrapbooking you got into it now i feel like you've purchased
0: your own latte machine i have and it's just your new lifestyle. It's great. And the thing is, I'm only letting myself have one a day okay. because it's so funny because so I went to the doctor like a month ago to do like a pre preconception checkup. Yeah. Um, So that I could just make sure my health was in order before Stephen and I start trying to get pregnant. And they were like, I was like, yeah, is there anything I should look out for? And they were like, it's totally fine to drink caffeine, but just limit it to like less than two cups a day. And I was like, Oh, I don't drink coffee. Now I drink coffee so now it's gonna become an issue now it's of course like right when it actually would be an issue Aww. i start liking coffee but i'm so i'm just having one cup a day but but that's
1: super this fun That's exciting i love it i've been having we a love lot of fun personal
0: growth
1: <laughs> also i love that at first you were like cappuccinos and then you like evolved into a latte i feel like it'll be fun to watch like what kind of milks you like if you like to add any flavor in like what where you go with it
0: well one thing i'm excited about and maybe i'll have to try this on the next podcast is i've never had a pumpkin spice latte i've (gasps) never had a psl never because i don't i didn't like coffee but i lattes are now my favorite i feel like maybe we should just go to starbucks after this and that could be an entire (laughs) vlog
1: Don't you think that would be like a really good blog? Blog? Bog? Wouldn't it be a great <laughs> I bog?
0: But I feel like that would be a great vlog. Like yeah. trying my first ever pumpkin spice vlog. Okay. Maybe we'll go out for lunch and we'll stop at Starbucks on the way back.
1: I feel like that's a really great okay. plan. Check it out
0: on the vlog channel. It but, won't be up when this podcast goes up because we're filming this podcast like two days before it goes up. Which is also so fun because leading into my bump date, I can talk about like specifically
1: where I'm at and it'll be relevant. Yeah. When it comes Let's up. Let's just do your bump date now. Okay, so I'm halfway through my pregnancy.
0: 20 weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Which is so
1: exciting. I was telling Sierra it's kind of bittersweet because I've actually kind of come around to loving pregnancy. I think my first, I think everyone's first trimester is kind of hard because you're like nauseous, you're trying to keep it a secret, but like your body's changing, you're very emotional. But like if you start crying at a Trader Joe's, you can't be like, oh, like I'm sorry I'm pregnant (laughs) because then people will look at you and be like, are you pregnant? Like, are you just now, like, also a compulsive liar? Like, (laughs) like, what? What's going on, lady? But I feel like the second trimester is so fun, because it's, like, you're starting to show, and then I feel like, also, you're getting a lot of tests done to, like, reassure you that, like, everything's good, you're healthy, you're...
0: You had your anatomy scan, right? Yeah, which was so
1: fun. Also, I have the craziest baby. Like literally every single ultrasound tech we've seen, like four different people have told us that he is the most active baby like they've ever seen. Like he I like we're going to have to put him in tap dance ASAP
0: or gymnastics or something because if not he's going to become a sports baby. I'm, I'm interested to see like how active he is when he is out and is like a full baby. Yeah. Like you might I have a sports baby.
1: Oh. Sir, there are so many physical (laughs) activities that aren't sports things. Like, today I'm going, after this, I'm going to my little brother's football game, mm -hmm. which is, like, so fun because I love my little brother, but also it's something where I tell my parents, like, hey, I really want to support my siblings, let's pick, like, a game a month that I can go to. Yeah. Because I just, I'm just not a sports person. Like, Like going to tournaments every weekend? Yeah. Yeah absolutely have no desire to watch football does kyle watch football at all no okay kyle's like maybe even less of a sports person than i am see because steven
0: now that it's football season there's the game is just always on
1: I know, which is so weird. I feel like that's kind of Steven's like secret. Like, yeah. I feel like he doesn't bring that up to Kyle and I. Like, the other day he texted, and Kyle's in Spain right now. So he texted like super early and it came through or whatever happened. And we were like, Why are you up so early? And he's like, Oh, well, I had to do my fantasy football draft. And Kyle turned to me and was like, what <laughs> like what? Like I feel like it's kind of like finding out like a secret about your oh, significant yeah. other like even like what
0: do you mean he actually really likes sports I know which is so weird because he's not like a sporty boy but here's my question okay so in a perfect world you wouldn't want to have a kid who was super into sports because you wouldn't feel as like involved in the games yeah if your son was gonna play a sport yeah what was what would you want it to be And I don't mean a sport like cheerleading or gymnastics. Like, I mean more of, like, a traditional sport. Like, maybe
1: baseball, because I feel like it's not that dangerous. It's like... I don't know. I Like, baseball games are fun. Like, if I had to pick a game to go to, I would probably go to a baseball game, because I feel like you can get, like, a vegetarian hot dog and have a beer. And, yeah. I don't know. But also, I feel like that's one of my least favorite things with pregnancy, and you and I have talked about this, yeah. of, like, as soon as I found out I was having a boy, and then also, like, whenever I say he's, like, active, for like, the doctors say he's, like, has really long legs and is, like, big. And yeah. I feel like everyone's, like, oh, you know, just a little football player, like, you can't help it if he (laughs) wants to play football like that's what you're gonna have to do and obviously if my son comes to me begging being like please mother i want to play soccer (laughs) like we'll enroll him in soccer it's not a big deal but also i feel like there are so many hobbies to explore i feel like oftentimes that's just the default for kids of like oh you turn five so like now we put you in AYSO or whatever it's called whereas i feel like it's fun to be like do you want to play the piano yeah. do you want to
0: do theater do you want to do dance do you want to do art do you want to do photography like there's so many well that's the thing i think parents think of like recreational sports as like the only way to socialize your kids yeah but like you could put your kid in like boy scouts yeah. or there are so many different things i thought when you said sport i thought you were gonna say like tennis or like Ooh. swimming or something like that i could or see golf. that golf <laughs> did you know i joined the golf
1: team in you high did school, not but well, i only went one time because the outfits were like so ugly that i couldn't handle <laughs> my parents were literally that might have been like the most mad they've ever been at me because my well first of all my biology teacher was like he also taught the golf team yeah and i was getting like <laughs> like a low c in the class like i was kind of on the verge and so it was extra credit okay. if you like joined the woman's golf team because he taught it and all i right. was like you know what maybe golf is for me like let's try it doesn't seem like too active seems like i can wear a skirt like it seems and i like went out and bought the clothes and told my parents i was like i'm not going like this is (laughs) like there's no way and they're like well you signed up like you have to go and so i went and was like miserable and was like this is the most awful thing were you good no (laughs) me (laughs) me I was just talking to and we might have talked about this I think we talked about this on the podcast that I never crawled as a baby yes so I just feel like any hand-eye coordination like I think I have good rhythm so that's why like I can do dance yeah it's not that I'm
0: good at dance (laughs) but like and i can feel the music i can understand yeah, i'm with you with that i was never like i never marketed myself as a triple threat when yeah. i was in theater i was like i'm a singer-actress who can dance but i'm not a singer-actress dancer like i'm not gonna be out there doing turns but like i could do a jazz square and i will have like the best show face while i do it
1: but i can do a jazz square Sierra, i think everyone can do a jazz square. Uh, i
0: would love to see steven try to do a jazz square <laughs> or my cousin carter
1: I, my favorite thing that Kyle and I do is, like, sometimes when he's cooking dinner, I'll just, like, Turn on my show tunes yeah. and like dance around the house, and we'll have like a party. Yeah. And the night before he left, we like decided that it was just gonna be a lay Ms. night. So we were just like lay Ms. walking <laughs> in our kitchen, and I was like hopping on the couch, like singing Gavroche's parts. You guys are like, so cute. Our neighbors probably hate us so much. Like, I feel like it'd be better to have like frat stars as neighbors who just no. play like, turn down for what, than like
0: have a kind of off key girl singing like Gavroche's parts <laughs> and like hopping off chairs. I I think it's great. Like if I was your neighbor, I would pay <laughs> well, you're more also... rent to hear that. <laughs> to hear you sing rent. You're like I get a show. Did like not... our
1: show <laughs> every night is dinner theater? <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, so that's my bump date. I'm halfway through, yeah. which is super exciting. Also all of my organs are starting to move, which is a very weird thing that, like, I knew happened, but, like, also didn't really know. Like, on my bump date this week, or on my bump date, on my app this week, one of them was like, yeah, your lungs will be shifting because, like, your uterus is moving up into that, like, area, so you may be super short of breath. That's why. It's weird to be like, oh, if I'm short of breath, it could be because my lungs
0: are being squished i feel like that's something you could never prepare yourself for like like someone could tell you that yeah and you're how, like oh weird that your stomach moves but how do you prepare yourself for your lungs moving and then like
1: i don't i don't know i'm not a doctor like do they ever go back to the same place i'm sure probably but, like how long after yeah it's have <laughs> you <laughs> been short of weird. breath uh i don't think so yeah. i don't know we'll see I just feel like I'm very tired as a pregnant person. Yeah. It's like everything's exhausting. Like carrying packages up the stairs. Carly walked by and she had like a giant stack of like 10 and I had like two. And I was like. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. But that also could just be me as a person. (laughs) You never know. Uh, Do we want to get into our unpopular opinion? Oh,
0: sure. Sure. Do
1: you want to go first?
0: Okay. So I told this to Skylar in the car yesterday and she was like, you should make this your unpopular opinion. And I was just saying, or hot take. Hot take. My hot take. Um, I was just saying this because we were having a conversation. (sighs) Baby boomers love to hate on millennials and Gen Z for always being on their phone, right? It's like, those kids these days, always on their phone. Yes. Who posts every other day on Facebook? Who goes on a trip and is literally holding an iPad, like, filming the entire thing? Baby boomers. Yes. Not millennials. I went on my trip to London I took probably 15, 20 photos. Like, 10 of them were, like, for me for Instagram. And then, like, 5 or 10 just of, like, Stephen and my family doing fun things for my scrapbook. I posted maybe two on Facebook. Yeah. Because no one cares. I I hate to break it to you. But no one wants to see a step-by-step itinerary of what I did on my trip. I was living in the moment. Especially when it's super basic things.
1: Like, I I feel like I have a couple friends who will post, like, really interesting things from their trip. Oh, yeah. Like, they specifically go out and plan still only posting, like, maybe five photos from their trip. Right. But it's like, oh, that's so cool. If I'm ever in, like, Stockholm. I'd love to go do that. Yeah, like, what a unique thing. But it's people who travel, like, to Chicago, and then are like, we're at the Cheesecake Factory. Here's my cheesecake. Here's a sign of the Cheesecake Factory. Here's my husband with his
0: cheesecake. And it's not millennials and Gen Z who does that. That's, like, an older generation thing. Yes. Like, that's the stereotypical Facebook mom or like Facebook grandma.
1: I do think that like my parents' generation can be like that sometimes, yeah. depending on the person. Same with my parents. Like, but I not too much. Like, I have a lot of like my parents' friends who do that, or like my friends' parents. Mm-hmm. My parents are pretty good. Same. But all oh, my grandmas. Oh my gosh. Well, not all. I don't want to drag all my grandmas. Grandma Darlene, I know you listen to the podcast. Shut up, to don't Grandma Darlene. Do this. <laughs> but I do have a couple of grandmas who yeah. like every day it's political posts every day it any family get together it's like 20 photos and it's like here's our salad here's whatever
0: and And it's like how are you gonna be on us for not living in the moment when you guys are the ones out we were at universal studios one time and there was this like middle-aged dad maybe like 50 60 who filmed we were on the minions ride filmed the entire ride on his ipad not his kids like enjoying the ride like the ride (laughs) It's like, like, what are you going to do with that footage later? In the Minions ride.
1: Like, it's not even, like, a physical... Like, maybe if you're, like, going through and, like, the Jaws shark jumps out of the water. There's, like, a... Like, the Minions ride is literally just a video. Yeah.
0: Like, and I'm sure you can find it online. Well, and the other thing is, I know people are going to come for me because I take a ton of photos. But I don't need to share every single photo of every single thing I'm doing online.
1: And also, you take photos... Like, partially for work, partially for you. And also, I feel like actually out of all my friends, you don't take that many photos. Isn't that funny? Like, I think that, like, (laughs) if I'm out to brunch with, like, Jessica or something. Like, you and I went out to brunch yesterday. I feel like we would have, like, taken photos of, like, oh, like, here's our coffee. Here's Jessica. Here's whatever. But you and I are both so, like... In, not in the moment, not that my other friends are in the moment, but I feel like you only take photos like for a specific purpose. Like, I want to remember this, or like, this is for work.
0: Yeah. And so I feel like. And I think a lot of people in my generation are the same way. Yeah. And it's our parents and our grandparents who are the ones who are filming everything and sharing everything. So there's my hot take. And I was probably like way too aggressive about it, and people are going to be offended. So I'm sorry
1: sierra i've looked at our analytics i don't think that many baby boomers are listening and if they are they're cool baby boomers so the baby boomers who comment are like i'm 60 years old but like i love this podcast and we love like we love heck yeah like love that so we're not talking to you because if you found this podcast either you know how to navigate youtube or the podcast app yeah we're talking about the people who are exclusively on facebook
0: (laughs) exactly all right what's
1: your hot take
0: Ooh, I hope so, it's, like, offensive so that it, like, drowns so my out my hot take actually is
1: offensive. <laughs> and I feel like I haven't come in hot with a hot take in a little bit. I know everyone – I already can tell the you comments are going to be just out there. I think horror is 100% not normal.
0: A hundred percent.
1: A hundred percent. I – so I will say – I have been an associate lighting designer for one of like the biggest horror events like in california kyle's been a technical director for another one of the biggest horror events in california (laughs) i'll leave it at that but when i was the associate lighting designer for like two or three years i literally only went once and i like walked the back ways because i didn't want to go to the scare zones that i literally like focused because i think it is so i just feel like it's a weird oh no i'm getting nervous because i can already (laughs) see all the comments coming for me i i was talking nice guys i was talking to carly about this the other day i feel like if you're like maybe a teenager a young adult and you're going with a group of friends like hey this is our fall activity we're just going like to hang out with each other yeah i feel like that's one thing but i feel like to go by yourself and to genuinely like get pleasure out of seeing like dead bodies everywhere and like murder and also like horror movies of like sitting down and choosing to like watch people get violently murdered versus like when you're in high school and it's like, oh, there are going to be boys over. And, like,
0: that's I an want to cuddle. Like, I
1: feel like that's different. Like, I'm not coming for you if you do it as, like, a social thing. Yeah. Even though I wouldn't do it as a social thing. Like, yeah. I literally, one year, um, <laughs> I went to Halloween Horror Nights yeah. to go see a project that Kyle was working on. I literally had him golf cart me over to this specific thing and then golf cart me home. Like, he <laughs> hung out with all of our friends <laughs> Or not golf cart me home. Golf cart me to my car and I drove home. Just because I, like, I don't find any pleasure people running at me with chainsaws.
0: I'm with you. Like, am I wrong? No. So here's my thing. I I agree with you. Yeah. I think I understand it a little bit more. Yeah. For other people. Because, so, like, when I was in high school, I was the same as you. Like, I would go to those things because it was, like, a fun social activity. Yeah. But I never liked it and I always left feeling, like, weird and scared which is like kind of the point yeah but like i didn't enjoy that yeah and so i like i I tried to like push past that and like pretend that i did because it was like i didn't want to be left out of a social activity and then when i got into like college i was just like you know what no this just like isn't for me like my sorority sisters would watch like american horror story and i'd be like this is like the one social activity that i'm just like not gonna go to yeah so I understand it more. Like I, I know that it's not for me. But um, I remember when I was in high school, I had a bunch of friends over to watch that movie. Do you remember prom night?
1: No, because I've <laughs> probably only seen like two horror really? movies in my entire life. Okay, it was life, a PG
0: thirteen but... horror movie with the with Brittany Snow, the girl from Hairspray. Okay, and it was like you know, like really, like it was meant for like teenagers to go watch. You yeah. know and I remember I told my dad I was like oh we rented this movie and my friends are coming over and he was like and my dad's a psychologist and he was like so why do you enjoy watching that and I was like I was like 14 I was like um I don't know because it's like fun and he was like so psychologically what about this do you think is like stimulating enjoyment for you as you watch it and like was we kind stand of left. he was like going in on me about like you know why would I enjoy that and yeah. after that I kind of thought about it I'm like yeah that is kind of weird
1: yeah I think I, even when I was in high school I never went as a social thing like oh, really? I've only been to two horror events and those are the two that like Kyle and I worked yeah so, like
0: didn't you go to one with Kyle's friends when you first started dating you're right I totally <laughs> forgot about that but then I peed my pants <laughs> <laughs> and you like, and Kyle had only been dating for like maybe two months yeah like it was super new and so you didn't oh, want to be I like totally right? forgot about that okay so so I did
1: go to that and that was like because all of his friends were going yeah. and I wanted to be cool. I hadn't met any of them and I was like, it was like the Queen Mary's Dark Harbor. Yeah. So I was like, that's cool, like the Queen Mary, like it's not, whatever. I went, literally pissed myself. Like literally <laughs> peed. my. Not like, I oh, didn't I, I tangled. Like I peed my pants, but I had only been dating Kyle for like, a month? Did you tell Two him? <laughs> no, because how do you, like, what, do what you, did you do? I do I was probably just wearing, like, black jeans. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, you just, like, kind of roll with it. But, like, literally, like, walking around, my nightmare. And then the problem with the Queen Mary is that people say it's actually haunted. So, like, the mazes are themed around, like, oh, this little girl actually died here. Mm-hmm. And then also, Kyle, like, worked on the Queen Mary or did something on the Queen Mary yeah. at one point and, like, claims that he was chased down the hallway by a ghost so like the whole night he had been like that's where the ghost got me oh my god <laughs> i was like walking around with pee all over <laughs> and like also i think <laughs> another thing is with like universal studios hollywood horror nights The people who audition to be scare-actors are like union actors who want consistent work. Maybe they're interested in horror, but it's like everything that those actors say has to be approved because it's like through the IP. Right. Like if you're in the Stranger Things maze, you can't just be like, boogie woogie, like I'm gonna get you. (laughs) Like you have to say, like it's a script. Like it's your being an actor. Like even if you're chasing people with chainsaws, like you can't say anything that's not like your approved dialogue. Right. And so I feel like those events are a lot safer than some of, like, the ones on the outskirts where people are just volunteering because, yeah. like, they genuinely love scaring people. I think that's where it also gets a little yeah. sketchy. But I, see, I see that. that's my hot take. Drag me in the comments. I, you know, I would
0: love to know what you guys think because I think a lot of people don't like to admit that they don't like horror because yeah. it's like, oh, then you're a scaredy cat. Like, I've seen so
1: many posts that are like, oh my gosh, it's fall, like, time to, like, go like pull out the pumpkin spice lattes and put on your scarves and watch saw it's like can we just do like the first half of that like do do we have to watch people get murdered
0: could we watch halloween town instead yeah
1: can we watch like the great pumpkin like i down like nightmare before christmas i can handle yeah but like Coraline maybe (laughs) that's where you draw the line i do you draw
0: the Coraline.
1: i literally when Coraline came out my little sister was maybe like i don't know four five i don't know how long ago it came out and my grandma took us to go see it and i literally left crying and like my four-year-old sister is like enjoying it and my sister's like this is my new favorite movie i was like this is so scary guys (laughs) like what (laughs) anyways
0: Oh, oh my gosh i had no idea that you peed yourself
1: yeah literally peed myself i love it i love um, it i just yeah no i cannot i can't handle no more horror for me yeah kyle and i aren't working anymore at okay. this event so like sayonara <laughs> i like don't have to deal with it anymore
0: so this is actually kind of a good segue into the topic of the day which we want to talk about our high school selves a little yes. bit of our high school experience but more about like Who were Sierra and Skylar in high school?
1: So this actually isn't what we planned to film today. We had a totally different topic. Which we'll get to eventually. Yeah, of course. (laughs) But Sierra had an experience (laughs) yesterday and she was texting me about it and I literally almost peed myself. I might have peed myself. Like I was laughing so hard alone in my apartment because I just think... So will you you explain?
0: So... Growing up, uh, growing up and I lived in the same town since I was like three. We Mm -hmm. moved here when I was three and we still live near my hometown. So I was getting my hair cut by the same hairdresser who like lives in my hometown. He's been doing my hair since I was in high school. So I was in my actual like city that I went to high school in, Mm -hmm. which like I would say 90 to 95 percent of the people who I was friends with in high school now still live in that city. They either never left or they went to college and then came back. Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm in that city, let's make up a fake name for that city. Uh,
1: It's called Bikini
0: Bottom. (laughs) So whenever I'm in Bikini Bottom, because I went to Bikini Bottom High. a lot more fun than the actual town is. I feel like we should Suburbia.
1: (laughs) Yeah, why don't you call it like suburbia?
0: Okay, suburbia. Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm in suburbia, I've at least run into four or five people that I know. It's like uh, when I'm checking out at the grocery store, the girl bagging my items was my lab partner in chemistry yeah. or, you know. Like
1: even like a couple of months ago, we went to go get sushi in the city and there was a guy that walked by and I turned to see her and I was like, I I think I kissed him at one point. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I think that's so-and-so. It, it, and I was like, oh, that's it yeah (laughs) like Like, you 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 just forget about things that
0: happened and then you run into someone and you're like oh (laughs) that's how i recognize you anyways so i went to ulta to get a new hair straightener Mm -hmm. and i'm checking out and like i'm a pretty friendly person to anyone i i interact with so i'm just having a casual conversation with the person at the cast register um and it was a guy and he wasn't like wearing makeup which is interesting that like yeah i i like no shade to any guys who work at ulta and don't wear makeup i just thought it was like it, it was different usually the yeah. guys who work at ulta have are like, like beat yeah like, like have, they have like full like, glam. Like, glam so yeah. he's just like a kind of average looking you know suburbia dude checking out my stuff and i'm like oh hi how are you da 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 and then he's like oh what's your phone number for rewards and i put in my phone number and then he says oh hi sierra and I, like, in my brain, I thought he was saying, hi, Sierra, because... Like, your name had popped name. up. Yeah. It was linked to your He was being friendly. Um, no, later I find out it's because I he thought I was chatting with him and being friendly because, like, we knew each other. And then he said my name because he knew me. Mm-hmm. So then I, like, just get my stuff. And I'm like, have a nice day. And I walk out. And as I'm walking out, I look at his name tag. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This guy. And then I felt so bad because I knew him. I mean, ma- honestly, probably better that I didn't realize that I knew him. This was the best friend of my high school boyfriend who I kissed after we broke up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting
1: you explain because I I don't want to like the
0: last time I had seen this guy before he checked up checked me out at Ulta was me kissing him in the back of his Jeep after like a week <laughs> after I broke up with his best friend okay but my
1: favorite part of the story you can cut this out if you want so they like hung out they whatever and then sierra started talking to steven a couple months later oh i'm keeping this in and (laughs) and the guy texted her and was like hey like want to hang out again like let's get together and she was like oh no like i'm seeing someone and he said but i have a big booty and a jeep (laughs)
0: like like, verbatim i remember it so clearly i was at the gym i was on the bike i had literally been talking to steven for like three days but i was like really into steven so i was like oh no like i'm seeing someone and he goes but i have a big booty and a jeep colon parentheses like sad face (laughs) i I never texted him back after that because like what do you say so i had never texted this boy since then five years ago i had never seen him since i kissed him in the back of his jeep well since he kissed me in the back of his jeep he initiated it not me so sorry high school boyfriend your friend i mean it was my fault too but it was also
1: <laughs> your friend's fault i just can't the last time you talked to this guy was, but I, I have a, a big, big booty, booty and a cheek. cheek and that was like before emoji so that yeah. was just like <laughs> <laughs> sad face which i also feel like is the perfect representation of the kind of guys you dated in high school <laughs> like we were talking about this earlier because we were talking Um, about like the guys on the bachelor yeah and i was like i just don't see the appeal of dean like i just like i don't see the appeal of colton i don't see the appeal of any of those guys like i'm like a
0: mike yeah you love mike
1: like and even mike's like a little too cool for me like i like if mike was a little nerdier yeah but i feel like you like the guys (laughs) who like drive jeeps but i have a big booty booty and and (laughs) a
0: Like, don't you think Dean from The Bachelor would be like, but I have a big booty in a a van. (laughs) So, like, these are the kind of interactions that happen every single time I am in my hometown. Because, like, everyone just stays. Like, that's Mm -hmm. in suburbia. Like, everyone either goes to college and then comes back home and moves back in with their parents.
1: I just remembered a really funny interaction I had, like, a month ago. Let's hear it. So... It's actually really funny because a couple people from my high school that I wasn't that good of friends with or didn't know that well have, like, messaged me on Instagram being like, love the podcast. So I hope none of those people are listening. the other day, me and my family and my grandparents went out to dinner in suburbia and this waitress comes up to take our order and she's like, oh, hi, Skylar. How are you? Oh, my gosh. Like I like was like trying to catch up with me and I was kind of being like a little cold to her but still like friendly like, oh, hi, like nice to see you. And she walks away, and my parents are like, "Oh, we don't recognize her. Like, were you like, were you in classes with her, whatever?" Yeah. And I was like, "She was kind of a big bully. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like she's part of the reason why I left high school." Yeah. But like, to her, it's like, "Oh, hi! Like, I'm just working here in suburbia. Like, yeah. let's hang out sometime." And it's like, "You're like, we you didn't get bully along <laughs> in high school. Why? Like, yeah. did you forget? Like, yeah. I don't know." But i feel like that's a lot i've also seen a lot on twitter of people being like guys reaching out to them from high school being like why didn't we talk in high school and like glad i'm married and don't have to deal with that but it's like the same thing of like why why would i why would i talk with
0: you now if you were rude and mean if we we were together together
1: every single day for like whatever it is four years yeah And we didn't get along then? Or we didn't want to date that? Like, why?
0: Why would we talk now? Yeah.
1: I don't know. So,
0: I mean... (laughs) The thing is, about (laughs) suburbia, is i think you and i both had kind of our high school experience was divided into two yeah because we both left and went to a charter school after sophomore year yeah so, so we're just
1: talking about like our first half yes of, like the traditional
0: high school experience yeah. also
1: we went to different high schools yes in but the same were, town but they were like the rival Rivals. high schools yeah and like kenzie went to my school but yeah. you guys were still best friends. like yeah. They're very interconnected Yeah, it was, like, the same, like,
0: people from those two schools hung out with each other. Totally. And dated each other. Speaking of which, should we just kind of do, like, a brief rundown on our high school relationships? Let's do it. Okay, so I'm going to start – actually, I'm going to start in middle school. So my first
1: (laughs) – I feel like I dated, like, 20 people in middle school. (laughs) This is going to be really
0: hard. Let's just – we'll just hit the important ones. Okay. So my first boyfriend – sweet guy we're, we're friends still like we dated for a, two months what grade is this this is seventh grade okay so oh,
1: he, i'll start with seventh grade. Oh my, I got my first kiss in sixth grade okay. and then
0: he do like, your first kiss but here I'll, I'll okay do, you go first so my first boyfriend was also my first kiss okay we dated for two months we never held hands we would like kind of sit next to each other at lunch but like just mostly text because we were yeah. like awkward and then like i remember he hugged me and i texted him that i thought things were moving too fast and we needed to just <laughs> slow down and then like that was like at the beginning of the relationship and then like on Halloween like our group of friends was hanging out and like the whole everyone in our group of friends had already had their first kiss which like seventh grade is so early to have your first kiss but in my brain I was like so old and like couldn't believe I had never been kissed totally and so like and he had never been kissed either and our whole friend group like their whole goal for Halloween was to get us to kiss we'd been dating for two months we'd held hands whatever And I remember he dressed like the Burger King guy for Halloween. And I was dressed as an 80s workout girl. So match made in heaven. Wow. So the whole night, they kept like run, our friends kept like running off to like trick-or-treat a different house. Also, we were (laughs) trick-or-treating and then like leaving us and thinking we would kiss and then we just like wouldn't. Like at one point, they left us in like a gazebo in a park that was supposed to be like romantic. And we just like sat there. So finally, we're going to watch a scary movie. And they like were sitting in our friend's like game room. There was like eight of us. And, like, one girl's like, I have to go to the bathroom. And then everyone just gets up, runs out, and they lock the door from the outside.
1: That's a fire hazard. And then,
0: <laughs> and then they say through the door, we're not letting you out until you kiss.
1: Oh, my god! So, can I...
0: This the, is why your friend group has always scared me. Right? <laughs> it's terrifying. This is probably why I left suburbia high school. So, we're sitting there in the dark for, like, two minutes just like awkwardly at one point he like put his arm like, around me talking we were like kind of talking and then it would be quiet for a while and then like kind of talking and then uh. he put his arm around me and he's like <laughs> have you ever kissed anyone and i was like no and i was like have you and he's like no but i lied and told my friends i had because i was embarrassed and i was like okay and he's like we don't have to kiss if you don't want to which like consent like we stand a consent king a consent burger king can i
1: tell you like a little tidbit i yeah. don't want to hear your story yeah, please, but that yeah. made
0: me think because the
1: other day kyle and i watched a movie that just came out in theaters like about like sixth grade yeah and we were talking about like how i was actually like kissing boys and like going to kissing parties yeah. and he told me that he used to tell all his friends that like he had touched a boob but not kissed because <laughs> like if you tell a guy, like, you, oh, yeah, like, I touched a girl's boob, like, they don't ask for specifics, where yeah. if it's, like, kissing, it's, they like, know. who is it, why aren't you dating, yeah. whatever, but, like, he didn't kiss for a long time, so he just kept being, like, yeah, I also touched <laughs> that girl's <laughs> boob. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. So, no, it's the same I love thing that. of like lying to your that. friends, but like not really a cool lie. No. <laughs> like, kissed. I've t- never been kissed, but, but like, I touched touched a boob. A, like, how would you touch a boob without yeah. kissing? <laughs> like, that seems like. <laughs> anyway, so, so you guys are sitting there. Yeah. It's awkward. He, he's got his
0: arm around me. Our friends are literally outside the door. And then he's like, we don't have to kiss if you don't want to. And I was like, actually, I think I want to. And then he like kissed me, and it was just like a like a little like a like oh a little peck God. and then we literally after we kissed we looked at each other and then we looked at the door and then he goes we kissed can we come out now
1: <laughs> wow That's so romantic so they
0: opened the door and they let us out I'll talk
1: a little bit about my first kiss okay. so i don't actually really remember the kiss yeah. because i found out that same day that he was cheating on me <gasps> no so, so it was very dramatic Aww. but so i was in sixth grade I also, this is the boyfriend that I got in a ton of trouble with because I was texting him on my little, like, slidey phone. What are those called? It wasn't uh, a razor. The sidekick? No. Chocolate. The chocolate. I was, okay, <laughs> imagine this. Me. I'm at a Padres game with my parents. Paint a in, picture. like, a booth or, okay. like, whatever it's called. A box. Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. Some, like, work party thing. And I, like, I hate sports, didn't want to be there, didn't want to be socializing with all these adults I didn't know, so I'm texting my boyfriend on my chocolate. I leave my phone on the table, my mom looks at it, and the text <laughs> that I have just sent out said, yeah, IDK, I think I want to go to fourth base with you. In my own literally, literally... They literally. And looking back, like that's so funny. <laughs> what is fourth base? Obviously, I know nothing about sports, but that's why my parents were concerned. They were like, "Is,
0: is that, that like sex?
1: Butt sex? Like, like <laughs> what? Like what is fourth base?" And also, <laughs> why is our like ten-year-old texting about that fourth base?
0: <laughs> Do you know and what this is, I... is all before we kissed? <laughs> I I don't even know if we had hugged. So what did you think fourth? Was it like first base is like looking at each other, second base is like holding hands? It's been so long. I do not
1: remember what I think fourth base was. Maybe like a boob touch? Maybe like a handjob? Like, I don't know. I don't know. What's fourth base? I never texted so what did about the mom bases do? when I was, like, actually, like, Doing hanging out stuff. with people. It yeah. was only, like, pre-kissing. Sixth grade. So I think my parents, like, took away my phone and told me I, like, wasn't allowed to date him. Aww. And then, obviously, like, I still dated him. Yeah. And then, like, we had our first kiss and I thought he was cheating on me. Aww. Which I don't even know. That's the thing. I feel like when looking back that far, like, yeah. I don't even fully remember, like... What was cheating to me? Yeah. Like, was he, was it like, texting kissing someone? another girl? Was he texting? Like, what? Yeah. What was it? Yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> the only other... So, I had a couple other middle school relationships that were yeah. really funny. I had two. But but the one that I think is the funniest is I... So, I moved from a town in San Diego to another town in San Diego. Okay. In going from 7th grade to 8th grade, I think. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, I had like over the summer continued talking to a guy that I had been talking to Mm -hmm. and so we were living like 15 20 minutes apart now but to us that was long (gasps) distance I had a long distance boyfriend (laughs) in eighth grade too here's the worst part so this is the only thing I'll say he came to my little sister's birthday party oh
0: that's cute
1: So, at the time, I was really into wearing Vans, but, like, Vans with holes in them. Mm -hmm. And also, I still to this day don't wear socks with my shoes. So, they were really stinky and had, like, (laughs) holes in the toes. Like, literally looked like the grossest shoe you could ever imagine. Okay. So, at the end of the day, we were, like, crying because, like, we didn't want to leave each other because, like, we weren't going to see each other till like, next weekend or whatever. And so, (laughs) he was, like... What if you nail your shoe on the wall, and then you give me your other shoe, and I nail it on my wall, and then it's like we have a moment? <laughs> so I just had like a holy stinky van nailed to my shoe
0: for the next couple weeks until we broke up. But at up. least it was like your stinky shoe.
1: But just imagine he had your stinky shoe. You have like an 11-year-old son. He like goes over to hang out with his friend. He comes back. A stinky, holy shoe that he wants to nail to his wall as, like, room decor. Oh. What do you do? How long did you guys stay together? I find out my kid is, like, on crack. <laughs> 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 this is my favorite podcast we've ever done. <laughs> like, have my son come home with, like, a stinky 11-year-old girl <laughs> shoe and, like, pull out a nail and start, like, nailing it into the wall. Like, he wasn't looking for anchors. Like, he wasn't going through the proper precautions. No just nailing holes in his wall the worst oh I needed so
0: many how long did your long distance eighth grade relationship last I
1: have no idea okay. maybe
0: like a couple months okay. like I
1: remember like we like went to the movies a couple times like we went on like that's when I started going on like dates like they weren't like group dates they weren't dates but yeah. to me they were yeah like that was like we go to like an a chain Italian restaurant with like a couple friends, but like we sit together. Yes, like yeah, I yeah. feel like like earlier than that, like I had boyfriends, but it was only texting, and then we'd yeah. see each other at school and like not talk and not sit. At the but same like table. actually hanging
0: out. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Also, that was <laughs> around the same time. Sorry, kind of unrelated, but I just think like, it's really <laughs> no, funny. No, I don't know if I've ever told you this. So in seventh grade. Part of the reason why we switched schools was because I was getting in with like a bad crowd of kids. Okay. Like I was getting in with like the mean popular girls. Mm. And I had only ever been friends with like goody goody like yep. I had told the story about like Dewey Who. Yep. Like I was kind of like a nerdy theater kid and the kids I was hanging out with were like smoking weed. <laughs> and, like doing stuff like in seventh grade. So oh that's my like gosh. part of the reason why I switched schools. But so I like, I also, I, like, skipped a couple grades, and I've always been really, like, academically inclined. Yeah. So I could take tests and, like, not do my homework and not do anything and still get, like, a C in the class. Yeah. Because I just, like, I absorbed the material. And so my parents, like, went online to look at my grades and realized that I hadn't turned in my homework, like, the entire year for one (laughs) of my classes. And they told me, they were like, you need to turn in your homework tomorrow and we're gonna ask your teacher and if you don't turn it in like there are going to be consequences and i was like yeah whatever of course i didn't turn in my homework (sighs) and so the next day Mm -hmm. my stepdad you know we talk about him on this podcast a lot eric shows up to school like drives me and my friend who are carpooling in his robe with like the tiniest weirdest sunglasses on walks me to my class to turn to my homework and he walked like in front of all the boys in front of everyone oh. in his like dorkiest dad shoes like it like literally the most embarrassing like giving finger guns to people <laughs> he's like this is your pu-, like taking away your phone won't be a punishment like this is grounding it. you like this is it like public embarrassment yeah but so that was my middle school I love that how was your middle school do you have any
0: other funny so I had that boyfriend okay but that was like uh, boys had never liked me because I was such a tomboy like I wore boys clothes I only hung out with boys can I guess what happened yeah did you grow boobs I got boobs guys (laughs) I somewhere between sixth and seventh grade no it was like halfway through seventh grade your girl got some titties they grew in and all of a sudden yeah girl (laughs) and i stopped wearing limited two and started wearing abercrombie and all of a sudden the boys are like who's that girl so like boys had never liked me that boy was like the first boy who had ever liked me but that was like as i was starting to change and then like after that breakup like two months later i swear like more boys liked me in that like six months than have ever liked me in my entire life because none of the other girls have boobs yet it's just me. So then, like, I I had my pick. Yeah. But I was like scared. Like I I didn't know why all the boys liked me all of a sudden. Wow, you're.
1: Say <laughs> your Myers Briggs is showing. Your protagonist. Yeah. I was on the up and up, but so. I was scared. <laughs> I had boobs. The boys wanted me. I didn't know who to pick. <laughs> what a freaking ENFJ.
0: So. All right. So, I had a couple boys ask me out, and I said no, even though, like, I did kind of like them. I was yeah. just scared. And then, finally, I was at this girl's birthday party, and she had a big crush on this guy. Um, and we'll call him, we'll call him Sam. Okay. That wasn't his name, but we'll call him Sam. She had a big crush on this guy named Sam, who was, okay. like, nude at the school. Okay. And he was, he had, like, the flippy Justin Bieber hair. He skated, oh, wow. like, Ugh. so, such a middle school dream. And he, we, she was, like, the whole day while we were setting up her party. And I wasn't super good friends with her, but she was, like, a mutual friend. So I was there. We were, like, setting stuff up. She's, like, oh, I want to play Spin the Bottle and Truth or Dare so that, like, Sam kisses me. Like, I really like Sam. Yeah. And then we sit down. And, like, later in the party we're playing Truth or Dare. And someone's, like, do you like someone in this circle? And Sam's, like, yeah. And everyone's, like, oh, my gosh. Like, he likes you, like, to the girl. And then, like, the next question was, like, kiss the girl you like and he leans over and kisses me and i was like first of all the girl the girl who liked him was like terrifying she was like kind of like a stoner girl and it was her birthday it was her birthday she was like she like smoked weed and like hung out at the skate park and i was like so straight edge and she like dagger eyes me and then like starts telling everyone after the party how she's gonna like beat me up after school and i was like i was like i did not ask for this i do not want this after the party he like comes up to me and he's like do you want to be my girlfriend and i'm like yeah but i'm really scared (laughs) he's like so what does that mean and i said no but then like three months later she started dating someone so then i started dating him but i was like so scared
1: that's so funny because i I don't think of you as like a scared person but i also didn't know you back then yeah
0: i mean i was like i was still coming out of that like i'm a tomboy yeah like one of the guys and then here's this like really pretty scary girl who wears like the dark eyeliner all around who like wants to punch me because the boy that she liked kissed me
1: oh Oh, i got i almost got into a fight in high school too we can talk about (laughs) that
0: So, I dated that boy later on in 8th grade and then he moved schools again and then we were long distance and I would listen to like Dare for a Distance by Never Shout Never and be like, "Oh my gosh, like oh, me, Never Shout Never." My relationship. And then we broke up and there had been this guy, Matt. We'll call him Matt. Sure. Not his real name. Yeah. Matt and I had been friends forever, like literally since I was a tom, like a tomboy. And then he like went to a different school but then it was in eighth grade he was gonna start going to our high school yeah and he had like always liked me and like we were friends and we would like Mm -hmm. kind of flirt and stuff and so like I always knew he liked me but like I didn't really want to mess up our friendship Mm -hmm. so then when we got into high school we started like he he would say I was my first like friends with benefits like we didn't do anything but we would Mm -hmm. like hang out play video games and like kiss a little bit (laughs) hold hands like go to the movies like, be friends and then, like, hold hands. Yeah. Um. And I would say he's the first person I ever had, like, real feelings for. Like, yeah. I would say he's the first person I was ever in love with. Yeah. And then we, like, but we actually only dated for, like, a month and then I decided to break, we both decided, actually, to break up because it was, like, making our friendship weird. Yeah. But that, like, friend, I don't even want to say friends with benefits. I'll call yeah. it a flirtationship. Yeah. That, like, flirtationship literally spanned all through my high school where it would be, like, he'd be in a relationship so like then we'd just be friends like yeah. so platonic and then like I'd be in a relationship and he wouldn't but we'd be platonic and then we'd both be single and then we'd like hang out yeah and so that was like the first kind of like real feelings relationship yeah. what was yours I mean <laughs> that goes back to first grade <laughs> <laughs> i just
1: joking. I did actually have a big drama in second grade do you want me to tell it to you really quick, <laughs> sure. I will take 20 seconds so there were twins in my class okay. well, let's say their names were like Cole and Kevin okay. or something, which is actually really funny because those are names that are kind of relevant. Um, but so these guys were twins. I started dating one of them. This is second grade.
0: Oh my. You dated he, boys in second yes, grade? I was, I was very popular with the boys. Did you have boobs in second grade? <laughs> yes. Oh my god! <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure I just came out of the womb with boobs. Boobs? <laughs> All the other
0: two-year-olds are like, damn. <laughs>
1: For reality. I just was like, my mom told me that when I was in the, when I was a baby, I was in the 10 percentile for height and 90 for weight.
0: I love that. So like,
1: yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new part. This is like so short and so round. Anyway, so I started dating one of these twins. We dated for like a week. Dating yeah. means nothing in second grade. It yeah. just means you're like, that's my boyfriend. He wore strappy sandals, like, like plastic, big sandals. Like the like Jesus big sandals. Stra- but b- like big Velcro straps. Okay. I broke up with him
0: because I was like. Because of the sandals? Cause I was like, because I can't
1: handle the sandals. And then I went like a week and I was like, but still he's the cutest guy in our class. So I just started dating his twin brother. Oh we they identical twins i've really dated for like a couple days skylar but like the betrayal but
0: still like still on brand i still hate guys who wear sandals your second grade life was like a modern day soap (laughs) opera like i would love to see a like a scripted show about like like
1: me dating twins
0: (laughs) so i feel like i felt love you've fallen hard i've fallen hard so
1: many times (laughs) and like i think you and i are kind of opposites and i feel like it takes you a while to like get even when life. i was
0: a teenager yeah
1: even like with steven yeah. like i feel like it took you a while to be like okay this is serious we yeah. want to get married we oh yeah i feel like i get like that within like a day
0: like you wanted to marry the
1: second grade <laughs> like i wanted to marry sandal. kyle like the night we were <laughs> hung out for the first time like i wanted to marry the twin who wore the sandals and then once he wore the sandals i wanted to marry, marry his, his brother brother <laughs> so i dated like a lot of guys throughout middle school where i just like text them whatever i would say my first serious relationship who's your first love i well i'm all kyle (laughs) i'm just joking (laughs) i was just trying to drag my ex-boyfriends but um i think that like my first serious relationship was a guy i dated freshman year okay who was the opposite of my type is I'm, this the football guy yeah okay. i'm sorry if you're listening to this that i'm saying you're the opposite of my type because it's kind of mean it well, doesn't mean he's but like he bad was, he's just not your he type. was six foot five yeah. he weighed 260 pounds like yeah. he was like a big guy I think yeah. he was on varsity his freshman year or something like he was he's like, like an he played like football he played basketball yeah um and so but he was like not really the cool guy but like he was really good
0: yeah so like like the guys would hang out with him at practice but not outside of practice yeah okay exactly
1: but i like that he like wore his football jersey on fridays and like he felt cool yeah so we we were dating and i think like the the funniest story from our relationship was for christmas we had said like we weren't getting each other gifts like because you know you always have that conversation of like hey like are we exchanging presents if so like i have to go get you something I'm, like ask my mom to drive me to the mall like yeah. i'm gonna go babysit so we said we weren't exchanging presents okay he shows up a couple days before christmas we're on winter break okay In with a little box and i'm like what is this like we weren't we weren't exchanging presents i thought And he was like well like i just really love you and i just really wanted to get you something he got me a silver engraved bell like, from, like, a jewelry store in the mall oh that said, like, gosh. Skylar and blank forever. Like, in a Christmas <laughs> ornament. That was, like, silver. So, this was freshman year? Yes. Oh, like my god. very serious. And so, I was like, oh, I love it. Whatever. And so, he, like, left and I was like, yeah, like, I, like, I also just got you something because I just, I love you so much. Like, I just, like, I, I also did the same thing, but it's not here right now. So, like, like, let's hang out tomorrow and whatever. Yeah. So then I, like, scoured, like, tried to figure out, like, I googled, like, free Christmas presents. Like, what can you do with, like, nothing? Yeah. So I found a website where you can buy someone a star for, like, $5. (laughs) And I, like, named a star after him. Oh, It was, like... Because, like, you're the star to my sky.
0: Like,
1: Like, what a scammy website. (laughs) Like, I'm sure they didn't actually name a star after him. Definitely not. But the best part is that we broke up, like, a couple months later. My mom insisted that we put that ornament up for, like, multiple years.
0: (laughs) Did she still put it up? I don't think so. I don't know. I'll check back in a couple months. Can I have that ornament? I really want it to say, like, Skylar and Blank forever on my Christmas tree. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my kids will be like, I thought, uh, I thought uncle's name was Kyle. He's You're like, like <laughs> well. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that
1: was like my first serious thing. Yeah. So do you think your first serious thing was
0: Matt? You yeah. said his name was? Yeah, I think we said his name was Matt. Okay. Yeah. I, Feel- you know what? I wouldn't even say that was serious because That we was never, just your first
1: like feeling. That
0: was my first, I would, I guess I would call it, back then I would have called it love. Yeah. Looking back on it, I think it was just infatuation. Yeah. But like. Do
1: you want to tell the story about church camp? Okay. So, cuz I feel like that was your first boyfriend. That was
0: my first like like boyfriend. Yeah. So, I da- I had that on and off thing with that guy Matt like all through high school. Super sweet guy. Haven't talked to him in probably 8 years, but I'm sure he's doing great. Yeah. He like lives in Hawaii and is like a surf instructor or something. Yeah. I had no idea, but very good for him. Very Dean. Yeah, <laughs> very Dean. He kind of looks like Dean, honestly. <laughs> he kind of does. <laughs> I know. So, um that is like on and off whatever i meet this guy who goes to the rival suburbia high school Mm -hmm. that skylar went to Mm -hmm. um he's friends he's on the football team so he's friends with like my guy friends at my school on the football team and like as soon as we meet he's like super into me and i was not into him so he like asked me out like four times before i said yes and then i finally said yes and we like actually it was like we would actually like date like individually hang out this was my sophomore year so he he had a car he could drive yeah so like he would drive me and we would go to the movies just the two of us or like just the two of us and another couple yeah and then my friend kenzie was dating his best friend Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that was like the four of us were like you know hang out all the time that was not a good relationship like a lot of really bad you know unhealthy things were going on and i look back on that and i'm like yeah you know what i see why my parents didn't like him um but i was a christian still i'm a christian and i was going to church camp and a lot of his friends were also going to church camp um and so i was like you should come to church camp like he was like kind of like a uh we call them uh, abc christians at my church uh or no no it's not abc what is it it's like easter oh uh ceo christians christmas and easter only so you know they're like you come to church on like the big holidays but you're not like you don't have like a relationship with Mm -hmm. god so he was kind of like that so i was like you should come to church camp you know maybe it'll get him into church and all his guy friends are going so it'll be like a cool thing for us so he goes and i'm like really excited and we get there and there's like you know if you've ever, ever been to one of these there's like 50 churches so you're meeting people from like all over like our like not even just California like people from Oregon and people from Nevada and so like two days into church camp he's like you know I've just been feeling like really not in a good place about our relationship so like let's just take this week to like just hang out with our friends and I was like you know what that's actually probably not a bad idea because like we'd been fighting a lot he had his guy friends there I had my girlfriends there so I'm like let's just like hang out individually this week but like we're still together you know and we'll like talk about everything after yeah the third day we're at this like bonfire with like everyone at the church camp and i look across the fire and he's making out with a girl from one of the other churches in front of me when we were Uh we weren't even like on a break like we were just like let's just hang out with our friends this week and just like you know really be like with god and like with our like fellowship no he's making out with a girl he's like giving her piggyback rides and like they're like taking photos and like All this stuff. And I'm, like, literally just sitting there, like, next to my friend. Like, they're, like, what the heck? Like, what is going on? So, I start crying. Looking, like, in the moment, it was legitimately one of the most, like, heartbreaking things that ever happened to me. Because he and I had been dating for, like, nine months. He was my first, like, real boyfriend. I was so upset. But looking back on it, it's, like, funny. Yeah. So, like. I mean, it's a little funny. It's funny. I mean, he cheated on. I got cheated on at church camp like, in front of me at church camp. Who does that? Oh, so, my So, it was awful. I was so heartbroken. I, like, went home early from camp. He, like, stayed, and then when he came back, was, like, posting pictures on Facebook and Instagram of, like, him with this girl, and we hadn't even, like, broken, broken up. That. Like, we never talked, and then, like, I got home. I was so upset. I texted his mom, because I was, like, pretty close with his family, and we, like, lived clo- like, our houses were near each other, yeah. and I was like, hey, and we weren't allowed to have phones at church camp, so I was like, hey, um, just, you know, like, don't think, uh, what's, whatever, whatever we want to call him, don't think Patrick and I are together anymore, um, I, can I come pick up my stuff from your house, because I had, like, you know, some stuff there, yeah. and I was like, mm-hmm. I just don't really want to, like, have to deal with that when he gets back like i'd rather have that all be done now yeah. which all of his friends took my side which like they came it was so those guys were so sweet through all that they yeah. literally like came over to his house with me and like got my stuff with me like they were Aww. so nice so i texted his mom that she's like oh my gosh yeah i left the key under the mat like no worries so me and his guy friends who are also my friends go and pick up my stuff and then they came over to my house and were like just like consoling me and hanging out with me and kenzie was there and my brother yeah. was there And this guy, one of the guy friends, uh, his his name, I don't even need to say his name, just one of the guy friends, runs into my room from the living room and goes, oh my gosh, Patrick's mom's car is outside. And I was like, what? They're like, yeah. So they like run into my bedroom and they're like all sitting in there like listening at the door and I open the door. She's sobbing she's like you were so good for him he's had so many like behavioral problems and outbursts and it's just been so much better like please give him another chance like he's still at church camp oh. cheating on me his mom comes to my house and is like crying and all the guys are in the room like listening so I just kind of like I'm like yeah yeah it sucks whenever like she's like apologizing on behalf of him and like how he's gonna be in like so much trouble when he gets home and then like she leaves And I was like, I've never been in more shock in my life. And all the guys come out and they're like, oh my gosh. Like, everyone was freaking out. We did a bonfire. We burned his stuff. It was very therapeutic. Not like his stuff, but like the photos of us together. The the sweatshirt he had given me. Yeah. yeah. And literally two days after he got home, he got back together with his ex who he dated before me. And then he and his ex came by and egged my parents' house. So, great guy. And they smashed glass on my parents' porch. So, awesome. Yeah. He was... He taught great. me a lot about what I deserve. I yeah. will say that. He taught, like, true. I don't deserve to have someone make out with someone in front of me at the bonfire. Yeah. At church camp.
1: That's true. You also don't deserve to get egged. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or a lot of other but things. But it made
0: me happy that, uh, oh, I totally forgot. Uh, is this too petty to say? I guess I'll say it. All of his guy <laughs> friends who came over, I had, like, a ton of his clothes because, like, you know, like, you wear, like, your boyfriend's shirt. Yeah. I auctioned off his clothes to his friends like we did an auction it was very therapeutic so i made like 30 bucks off of his clothes oh (laughs) my gosh that is so petty i have never been the bigger person i will say that
1: oh my gosh that is so (laughs) funny that is so funny oh my gosh i love but that. but
0: i i like i don't really talk to i still talk to kenzie obviously she's like my yeah. b- one of my best friends but like those guys i'm not really like close with anymore just because like you know you grow up but i will say like if any of them somehow come across this i am still forever thankful for them <laughs> for like taking my side being there for me like i think a lot of the times in high school guys can just be douchebags and yeah. like really surface and like kind of rude to girls and like that was a moment where like I saw like I saw those boys become men like they were there for me they stood up for me wow so I don't think there's any well maybe there are like two or three
1: people from high school to where if you're listening to this like good on you i don't have such positive things to say about people from my school so what was your next
0: relationship okay so then
1: my next relationship this was like my sophomore year relationship okay was like probably one of the healthiest relationships i've had mine was too like he like just a great guy we're like friends on pokemon go nowadays love that like he's just like i think he's Joined the military. Yeah. He, like, has a girlfriend. Good for him. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Like, he just... And so, like, we just had a pretty good, yeah. normal relationship. I think we dated for, like, nine months or Why'd a you year. guys break up? Um, that was, like, the time where I was leaving high school. So, there was, like, a lot of other stuff happening. And, right. like... Big mental health problems, yeah. Big everything. Just not the right time for you guys. Yeah, but he was very sweet. I remember his his first car was like a retro, like cool, Ooh. like I think it was red, and it was like a convertible. Yeah. And so before he could drive, when he was like fifteen, his mom would like drive us in it in to like go and get gelato. Like she Aww. would drive in the front seat, and then him and I would sit in the back, and I'd be like someday you're gonna have your driver's license and we'll drive to gelada by ourselves <laughs> but he's, cute.
0: He, i guess i would wish him yeah. the best that's how i feel about mine that first relationship i wish him the worst <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm just kidding i mean i don't wish
1: silverbell guy the worst yeah, like no, shout no. out to you if you're out there i think you were a good guy yeah i think that like, he didn't
0: cheat on you at church camp No, he didn't cheat on me at church camp. So, I wouldn't say I wish that guy the worst. I'll say I wish him neutral. Yeah. I I would not say I wish him the best. I wish him neutral. Yeah,
1: I I wish, yeah, Yeah. I wish all of my exes good neutral. (laughs) I think the the guy I dated before, Kyle, I wish the best. Like,
0: great guy, guy,
1: 10 out of 10 just wasn't the right fit yep. everyone else yeah.
0: neutral good <laughs> it's like it's like you're playing D and you're and giving them like you alignment it's the same of the guy before steven wish him all the best all the great su- so that's the guy who i dated so it was like i've had three like real boyfriends it was yeah. like that guy who sucked then my like the guy who i would say was like my high school sweetheart who was yeah. the one who from the skinny dipping story yes and who then, i knew very well yes. that was like once you were like in charter yeah. and
1: and then case. after
0: I broke – that guy and I – actually, he broke up with me. Yeah. Well, did he – it was, like – it was one of those things where it was, like, back and forth. Like, yeah. we broke up, like, ten times. I think in the end it was him who broke up with me. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I met Steven. Well, I had already met Steven, but then Steven and I started dating, like, six or eight months after. Yeah. But that guy, who was, like, my high school sweetheart, it was just – again, like, your relationship. It was yeah. just not the right time, you know. But it was – it was a great relationship. Yeah. I think he's – A great guy. Wish him all the best. Mine, like,
1: went with me to, I used to go to, like, my dad's family's like desert place yeah. for thanksgiving like i would alternate holidays yeah and i really didn't want to go one year and so he went with me wow and so, like, he went he was the kind of boyfriend where like he was allowed to go on certain family trips so like, did it was, this guy like yeah. it was getting more serious yes and like we definitely like we're having the love conversation and we did de- like that was like we were actually going on
0: dates yeah like
1: actually going out just the two of us yeah But
0: (laughs) So then after that high school boyfriend, the second Mm -hmm. high school boyfriend, that's when you met your, like, would you call him your college boyfriend? Or, like, your first, like, adult boyfriend? Yeah, then that
1: goes into, like, college and all sorts of other things. But I think for, like, when we were at our, like, early high school, I think it was, like, those those two. two. And then I think you had... Like that one, and then kind of transitioning into your like high school sweetheart. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Do you have any funny high school story? Like, who were you in high school? (gasps) Okay,
0: so yeah, because we've mostly just talked about boys relationships, and we're already (laughs) an hour and fifteen minutes in. But
1: I feel like that's really
0: funny. Yeah, no, let's let's keep going. Everyone's gonna
1: comment, and be like, "It's not funny or interesting."
0: (laughs) I will say, I think I've laughed more on this podcast than I ever have. So one of the things that I would say marked my high school experience as I was born in 1996. So I am like literally on the cusp of being a millennial. Yeah. Like some places include me as a millennial. Some places include me as the top of like Gen Z. Um, Tiffany Verg actually made a really interesting video about like cuspers and like people who are born in that like three to four year transitional period. Interesting. My like high school experience was marked by like sleepovers where you watch YouTube videos like you literally uh, we would have like our all of our friends over like guys and girls and obviously like the guys would leave before the sleepover yeah and we would just like sit around and like watch funny youtube videos like we'd watch like charlie <gasps> the unicorn and like salad fingers and like that's how i discovered jenna marbles was like all of that was like jenna marbles was like the first youtuber i watched and like all my friends would just sit around and like watch her also tell me if you remember this photo booth photos were on your mac yes you it was like an app I still was take free. those you I literally them? posted
1: one with Olive like a week ago <laughs> But I only take them with Olive It's actually kind of depressing if you like go onto my photo booth It's all either pictures of like me Holding Olive kissing her Or like you can make them like distorted So yeah. sometimes I'll just take pictures of Olive Like really angry That's the
0: thing if they had all these There's yeah. like a yeah. where you could make it like mirrored And all this and totally. that And I don't know why See, but
1: I never watched YouTube you like with friends really? I think I was getting into YouTube of like I remember like me and my friend Jen would like. Talk about going to VidCon, or like mm. we were really into like all the British vloggers. Of I was like, wow, like I'm such a Zoella, and you're such a Tanya Burr. Or, like, I, <laughs> but I didn't. I also think that's like our senses of humor. Of yeah. like, I, I don't think I've ever seen Charlie the Unicorn or Salad Fingers or Nyan Cat or any of those. <gasps> you things.
0: haven't seen Nyan Cat. <laughs> I remember they have a 10 hour no. loop, and one time me and my friends were like, let's see how long into it we can get. I think we got like six hours into it of just. Um, What so? What was? Who were you like? So you liked the British YouTubers? I was.
1: was, Oh no, go ahead. I was gonna say I was like the president of the drama club. I was like think like Rachel Berry.
0: Like you were Rachel Berry. Think
1: Rachel Berry if she was a little more hipster. (laughs) That was me. Like I wore like like oxfords and like skirts with like tights underneath. and I like I I was like kind of a dictator (laughs) in the drama department. Like there were multiple shows where I like like in Little Mermaid I was like Ursula. I co-directed, I stage managed, I lighting designed, like I helped choreograph. Like I did literally everything and it's not that we like didn't have a su- sufficient drama department. It was like I just I One thought I yep. would do the best at everything, so I did everything. Oh my like gosh. in Into the Woods, I was the Baker's wife. I directed, I stage managed, I did costumes. Like I did all the things.
0: Oh. Because my I didn't gosh.
1: trust anyone else to do it and I was the president. So like we can't really say no to the president. <laughs>
0: Well, then you're not a president. You're a dictator. <laughs> but so, so... This is not a democracy. But so, like, I was
1: very into theater. Yeah. I also did, like, I didn't pr- really perform other than, like, the school shows that I did. Mm-hmm. I did, like, stage management or assistant directing. Right. And, like, would freelance do work and, like, get paid. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the school... <laughs> I was in the shows you were because it. I was also directing them, so... I cast myself as the lead. <laughs> oh, there there was big Into the Woods drama. Ooh. Because, so I think the witch from Into the Woods is maybe one of the best characters of all time. I agree. The witch's rap, iconic. Love it. So originally when I was thinking of the show, I was like i'm going to be the witch because i'm the only one who can carry this part like like we don't even need to hold auditions and that's not like giving myself the lead that's like a yeah like a supporting role like honestly that probably would have been better for directing so i would have been able to like watch more scenes yeah and so i was like okay like this is gonna be it then we cast someone as the baker's wife she, she might actually listen to the podcast i don't know i'm really sorry if you do she wasn't perfect for the role and the baker's wife is like the lead lead, like her and the baker are the leads yeah and so i just like completely recast it
0: and so how far into rehearsals
1: pretty far into rehearsals because it was bad i'm so sorry if that girl's listening oh my gosh i feel like the worst person but so i like recast it and then so we had to, like, fill in, because she didn't want to be the witch, because, like, she was very much, like, an ingenue, whatever. No. So we had to fill in with a member of the ensemble. Uh-huh. And she, like, had a really bad lisp and, like, braces slash a retainer or something. And the witch's, like, only real song is a rap. Where you need diction? <laughs> and so it was a hot mess, Oh, man. And everyone was very mad at me. So that's who I was. <laughs> I was very, like, over the top, very, like... I thought I kind of, like, ran the drama department.
0: Yeah. See, I wasn't really into theater. I wasn't, like, a theater kid in high school. Yeah. I, like, did community theater outside of school because the drama department at Suburbia, Mm -hmm. one high, was not great. Yeah. So I didn't. And also, like, I was on the soccer team, and I remember, like, I wanted to do both theater yeah. and soccer and I sh- really should have been able to as long as I didn't do like the spring show which was when the soccer season was I should have been able to do the fall show. Yeah. And like I remember I auditioned and the director was like, "Okay, that was great. Um are you on the soccer team?" And I was like, "Yeah, but like we don't start practices until like January." Yeah. And like the show's in like December. And he was like, "So we like people to be committed to only the drama club, so you can't do the show." And I was like, but soccer isn't till spring and he just wanted like he wanted people like
1: theater he was
0: like he was he was very much like us and them yeah he was like you can't be on the soccer team yeah. and do theater i'm like that's so messed up yeah like that's that's making the divide even more like
1: yeah i agree that that's messed up but yeah. also i probably would have
0: said that my kids were thing <laughs>
1: Oh, you do sports? Bye. <laughs> what do
0: you mean? I was so I was so upset, but Aww. so I just kept doing uh, community theater. Yeah. Um but you were cool in high school.
1: Was I think I-, so. I think I was also I wouldn't say... I was definitely never popular, yeah. but I was friends with a lot of the popular I wouldn't say girls. I was popular.
0: Like, I was never, like, but homecoming you hung, queen or... But you
1: hung out with all of, like, the popular people.
0: But right? I was, like... Because you were friends with all, like, the football guys and their girlfriends and... Yeah, I guess I was, like, part... I feel like I was part of that clique, but I yeah. was on the outside. Yeah. And so, like... I feel like I I was always the one to, like, organize everything. Yeah. So, like, when we did, like, our sophomore shirts, I, like, stayed up all night painting everyone's shirts and, like, organized everyone and, like, I dressed totally. crazy for every spirit day. Like, I was that person. Yeah. And so, I think I was part of that group because I played soccer and because yeah. I, like, was, you know, the one who was planning everything and I wasn't ASB in high school because I was in, um, like, soccer and, um like drama I yeah. was I still took drama class I just didn't do the shows but I was very much like the planner person yeah. and so I think I was part of that group for that reason but I never really felt included, included. Yeah. yeah
1: but like if you were going to take homecoming ph- photos you'd probably still go with those kids with right? those kids yeah. yeah but I which I feel like, you probably felt like you weren't a part of the group but I feel like when you're that age you just look at pictures of like the popular group's homecoming pictures and you just know like oh all those people were matching shirts on spirit day right all those people are like a part of the same group
0: right but But were you were you part of that group at suburbia too high no
1: but I was friends with a lot of the girls who were okay so I kind of jumped around a lot because I was like really involved in the drama department right but I liked. Oh, God. I like to think I was, like, one of, like, the more normal people in the drama department. Like, I was part of the drama department, but, like, I also was friends with, like, the cheerleaders. Okay. If that makes sense. Because you,
0: were, you weren't you were on cheer in high school, right? No, but you were I did in cheer school. in middle school. Okay. But,
1: um, yeah, so I felt like I, I was friends with a lot of those girls, but also, like, when I was having, like, mental health issues or, like, yeah. issues with relationships, they very much, like, weren't – they weren't my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I had – real friends and then i had girls who would like occasionally invite me to like go shopping with them yeah. or like go to parties i remember there was one girl whose mom was like really into like buying people clothes like she like really wanted to be a part of the group like she was like a single mom yeah and my mom like did not like her yeah because she would like come pick me up from school and like take me to nordstrom rack and like buy
0: me like Which, a short then, mini skirt you probably thought that was cool yeah
1: I was like oh my gosh this lady's like buying me like an appropriate clothes like how cool like, but that's like we're... such an
0: overstep yeah. looking back
1: but it's so interesting well and it's interesting because I feel like neither of us really were in like a group like I wasn't like a theater kid no. you weren't like popular it's like we both kind of like moved we were kind around. of floaters yeah
0: one well, then also I was like really into my church group and so there were yeah. like people in the like popular group who also went to church and so like we would hang out then and then like yeah. the some of the girls in who I was like really close friends with on soccer were like part of that group and so like I like I dated guys in that group I was part of that group but like I think also that contributed to a lot of the pressure I felt and that yeah. there was a very much this like image that you yeah. have to keep up and like
1: well and you constantly
0: felt like like you were having to prove yourself yeah
1: of like you weren't just like secure there oh I
0: was no I was so insecure and I was really self-conscious about like my body yeah and I you know I was dealing with a lot of like my bipolar disorder issues and and I was just really unstable yeah and I think I had some really real friends in that group yeah like I talked about like those guys who like stood up for me in that Mm -hmm. breakup and like you know Kenzie was like always there for me through everything like her husband, TJ, was really great. Corey yeah. was really great. Like, I had friends in that group who were true, true friends. Yeah. And then I had people who would, like, try to – you know that thing in high school where people say – try to make you feel bad to make themselves feel better? Yeah. So, like, you're in a party group and they're like, why are you wearing that shirt? Like, ha, 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 just, yeah. just to try to – if they push someone out else out, then they're on the inside. Totally. I think I was that person who was always being pushed out just a little bit to make other people feel yeah. more secure. I get that, yeah. Aww. But it's it's cool <laughs> looking back and knowing that like there were genuine friendships, yeah, that I had, and like so, the the connections that were the most genuine, I'm still friends with today. Oh, that's so sweet. Always nice. I'm not friends with anyone from high school. You are.
1: Who? Jen. Okay, Jen's the only person. <laughs> but other than Jen, and Jen yeah. lives in like Texas now, yeah. and so we don't like see, see each, each other,
0: other. but.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not friends. Anyone I, from
0: the drama department?
1: No? No. I don't think so. Yeah. Like, Andrew, if we, like, go to Disneyland and yeah. he's working, it's, like, fun to see him. I forgot but that like, he
0: went to your school. We have a friend who we did, like, community theater with who also went to Skylar's school. Yeah. Who's now, he plays, are, are we allowed? No. Uh, no, we're not allowed to say who he plays. No. But he's a, he's friends with one of the characters at Disneyland.
1: I, yeah. And so, like, that's fun to see him. But we weren't friends in high school. We just, no. like, he coincidentally went to my high school. Yeah but yeah no there were a couple real ones there were a couple ones shout out to the real ones so actually my two best friends in high school the the reason we stopped being friends was because of the fight that i alluded to earlier so do you want to tell that story then we can get into advice the fight yeah so i there was a new girl who came from like a totally different school and started hanging out with like my two best friends it was like me and these two girls and like That's who we always hung out with. We ate lunch together. We, like, if, for Halloween, like, we would all go together and dress in, like, similar costumes and whatever. So this girl came in. She came in. She had, like, dark brown hair. She dressed, like, kind of preppy. She, like, had done cheer, whatever. She comes in. Within, like, a week of her moving, she dyes her hair blonde. Like, the same as me. And then she, like, kept asking me where I, like, got my clothes from. And then she would show up and, like, wear the exact outfit that I had worn the day before. Which was really weird. And she like stopped doing cheer and started being more like hipstery. And she like would host things at her house and invite the other two girls and not invite me. And then she like started trying to date guys that I had dated. And it was kind of like she was trying to like become me.
0: It's like that episode of Lizzie McGuire. Do you remember when Lizzie McGuire becomes friends with a girl who's a grade younger? Or like bring
1: it on the musical. Yeah. Yes. That's literally what it was. Like it was literally nuts. And so. How long
0: was this like transformation over?
1: Maybe like a month. Okay. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like overnight but it was pretty quick. And it was like harsh things would happen. Like, okay. I would stop talking to a guy, and I'd be like, okay, guys, like, I'm going to stop talking to Eric. And yeah. then, like, the next day, she'd be like, I'm going to try and go after Eric. <laughs> and
0: would be like, okay. Whoa, buddy.
1: <laughs> and so I, like, kind of stopped hanging out with them because she was always there. She always got on my nerves. And then she would, like, specifically do things and not invite me. Yeah. And also, it's just annoying to have someone, like, all of a sudden wearing the exact same clothes as you. Oh, yeah. And, like, have the same backpack and the same everything. And so I, like, stopped really hanging out with them, and then I don't even fully remember what happened, but I know it was, like, the beginning of the day. It was before lunch. Someone in my class, like, passed a note to me and was like, hey, like, wants to fight you. (laughs) Oh, that's her actual name. We'll just bleep it. We'll just bleep it. Okay, whatever, bleep it. Bleep it. it. Beep. (laughs) (laughs) So, beep was, like, they passed a note to me and said that she wants to fight me. Not, like... You guys are, like, in a fight. Like, whatever. Like, she, she wants, wants to, to fight you. <laughs> I'm the least athletic person on the planet. <laughs> and also the least confrontational. No. The least, Like, I didn't have a fight with these girls. It was just, like, I'm going to, like, start eating lunch over here with, like, Jen. Or I'm yeah. going to start whatever. Like, eating in the drama room. And, like, I just kind of, like, weeded myself away because I felt uncomfortable. And I get a dope passed to me saying that she wants to fight me. So, I was, like, what do I do? So I literally, after class, like ran to the bathroom and like hid in the bathroom and I texted my boyfriend at the time and was like, which boyfriend was it? I think this was the, like the nice boyfriend. cool. So, um, they were both nice, but whatever. (laughs) Um, the the second boyfriend. And so I texted him and was like, this girl's trying to fight me. I don't know what's happening. Like, you need to come stand outside of this bathroom and make sure that like she doesn't come in here and like she doesn't try and like beat me up in the bathroom. So it became a whole huge thing where like school security got involved whatever so that day we didn't actually end up getting in a fist fight but she tried and so they made me sign a thing that was a verbal confrontation memorandum of understanding I still remember which basically meant that if on or off campus she hit me I couldn't hit her back or I'd be expelled and like vice versa but I obviously wasn't gonna hit her so my stepdad was so mad when I came home and told him because he's like she can literally follow you home Punch and beat you. you up, and if you like push her off of you, you'll get expelled.
0: Yeah, that's ridiculous. So
1: that was kind of one of like my breaking points of like wanting to move to Charter. Yeah. But also just like everyone close your eyes and imagine me in a fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> with a girl who looks identical
0: to me. Like probably wearing the same outfit I was wearing. Oh it was my nuts. Gosh. Isn't that crazy? That's cr- I n- I never got in a fight in high school. Yeah, that's nuts. But there was a girl who wanted to fight me. So when I was on soccer, this was freshman year soccer. Yeah, this girl who was on the team who I had literally never had any drama with. Like I wouldn't say we were like friends, but we definitely were enemies. We'd like talk at water breaks and like mm-hmm. just normal interactions. I had literally never said anything about her. Like, not even a little bit that could be misconstrued. She comes yeah. up to me at lunch and, like, all aggressive. is like, so I heard you said that I shouldn't be on the team. And I was like, what? <clears throat> She's like, yeah, you said that, like, I shouldn't be on the team, like, much less, like, the first off the bench. Because, she, like, she wasn't a starter, but she was, like, my sub. Like, yeah. I was center mid and she was the center mid sub. So I could yeah. see how there would be, like, some, like, competition there. Oh, and I was gosh. like, literally, m- like... I wouldn't say I'm confrontational but I stand up for myself but I was like not about to fight her you know so I just sat there stood there and I think she was expecting me to like be like yeah like what do you have to say about it so I just stood there I was like no like I never said I I was like no I never said anything and she's like well this person said that you did and I was like oh well like I didn't but like I think you deserve to be on the team and you could tell she had all this energy that she was like ready to get out in a fight uh and I was just kind of like calm like no, like, I think you're, you're fine. Like, I don't think that you shouldn't be on the team. That is, so And she funny. was just like, she kept trying to make it a fight. Yeah. But like, she wasn't just gonna punch me when I'm sitting there saying like, no, like, you're a good soccer player. Like, I never said you shouldn't be on the team. So she just keeps trying to do stuff. She's like, yeah, well, like, like, you really shouldn't be on the team because of this. And I was like, oh, well, like, okay, like, bring it up with coach. Like, That's, yeah, whatever. And so finally, after, like, literally five minutes of everyone watching and her just, like, super aggressive, like, sweating, like, looking for any excuse to punch me, just, like, walks away. And I was like,
1: alright, cool, like, bye, see you later. That is so funny. But I could kind of imagine you holding your own in a fight. I don't but think I, you would
0: ever initiate I it and you would too, do everything to
1: stop it. Yeah. But if someone punched you, I feel like you could hold your
0: own. So speaking of soccer, we used to play fight club at our soccer sleepovers. Have I ever told you about this? What? So in my parents' basement, they have, like, these big, like, love sack uh, bean bags. And, like, the girls on my soccer team, we had all been playing together, you know, with a few people leaving and coming on, but for, like, eight years. So we would twice a year have a soccer sleepover and we'd play fight club.
1: What does that mean?
0: So we'd set up like a ring and we'd put the beanbags in the middle so that if you fall, you don't get hurt. And like no punching, no hair grabbing, no scratching, like wrestle. And I was the second best.
1: This is why my son will
0: never play sports.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you there were a lot of like kissing parties and like weird massage
0: trains with the theater kids, but we never played fight Fight club. club. (laughs) I loved it. It was so great. We had, we'd have my, my and my mom knew what was going on. She was like, as long as you guys don't hurt each other and like aren't pulling hair, Job. It oh was gra- It was good for morale, because we'd all be, like, cheering, and, like, we'd, like, bet, like, hot Cheetos oh on, like, who was gosh. gonna win. I was the second best, so I wasn't the best, but, like, because there was one girl, her name is Aureli. Shout out to Aureli. Aureli is one of the real ones. We still DM on Instagram from time to time. Wow, Arely, shout out to Aureli kicked my ass in Fight Club. Aureli was, really beat me, but that's it. I
1: just thought of something really funny. Okay, I'm gonna tell you one Hit more me. story, and then we can go into okay. advice. So my little sister just started her freshman year. Mm, and Taylor. so, woo woo, we love Taylor. So she sent me like her class schedule. Cause so I was like, I wonder if you have like any of the same teachers as I had, like how fun. Yeah. So she has the two worst teachers I ever had, no. ever. Like literally, like I, we told the story before. She, so she has my same PE teacher who I got an F in his <laughs> class. And then she has the same science teacher as I had. Yeah. And I forgot until just now that I was really into Greek mythology my freshman year and, like, a little bit of eighth grade. And I, like, kind of maybe believed it. Like, this was the time where I was, like, reading books on Buddhism. Like, I was really exploring things. So, I went through a phase where, like, I kind of believed in Greek mythology. And also, this was, like, right when Percy Jackson was coming out. Oh, gosh. And so, me and my friend... (laughs) I should, like, message her after this. Me and my friend... We're fully convinced that my science teacher was like a gremlin. Like a Greek,
0: like a a Greek. Is this the same time you really believed you were a demigod? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I thought that's what you were gonna say. I didn't
1: know you thought your science
0: teacher was like a Greek mythology gremlin, like a
1: gremlin sent from Hades to like torment me and (laughs) my (laughs) friend So since you
0: believed you were a demigod, did you think it was, like, your job to, like, take him down?
1: Yeah. So I was, like, really mean to him in class. But my sister has him, and she says he's, like, equally as bad. Like, he's Aww. still, like, kind
0: of, like, a meme. Maybe you're, maybe he is a gremlin, but he, your sister is fulfilling the destiny you whoa! never did. <laughs> and with that... Do we want to get into let's advice? Let's
1: get into advice. This is a long-ass oh podcast. Gosh. I feel like there's so much blackmail material in here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like if... People from high school listen to this. Like usually people from high school like listen to our other podcasts and yeah. like, whatever, like mm-hmm. Peace out. Yeah. I feel like there's some people who will listen and be like what like I was in your science class you really thought our teacher was a gremlin <laughs> or like wow I was the girl who tried to
0: fight you <laughs> I highly doubt that girl listens to this podcast I don't know I would be shocked you know what but I hope someone from my soccer team is listening because yeah. I love those girls if
1: you went to school with either of us please and like you were involved in any of these stories please comment down below and just say like hey I'm so-and-so let me you know I listened <laughs> just so we know like you don't have to like Say your side of the story, you don't have to whatever. I just wanna know. Like, is anyone from high school listening yeah, to this? I
0: think they are. <laughs> Great. I hope, I hope one of the girls from my soccer team is. Because those you know, were my ride or dies. I freaking loved my soccer team. You know who I if I could pick one person who I want to have listened to this,
1: hmm. my boyfriend who I nailed or he nailed my <sighs> stinky shoe to his wall. Because he doesn't have any social media. I've like tried to look him up before. Oh my god. He's gosh. like this mysterious man.
0: Oh, who would I want it to be? Um
1: let think. And I want him to say, like, I still have, have your-, your
0: shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I would want it to be the high school drama teacher who told me I, <laughs> I had to give up soccer if I wanted to be in the drama wow. club.
1: How Miss Darbus. Yeah,
0: he really was Miss Darbus.
1: Wow, we stand. <laughs> we or we don't, don't stand. stand. We don't stand.
0: There needs to be like a word opposite of Stan. Like, what's Stan backwards? We gnats.
1: Uh, Oh my gosh, we need to get into advice (laughs) We're going off
2: Uh, Uh, Hi Sierra and Skylar Um, Firstly, I just want to say that I am such a huge supporter of you guys Mm. I listen to your podcast just about every day on the way to class And y'all have really inspired me lately Because y'all are just such positive lights and Mm -hmm. great role models And that leads into my question So um, I coach a group of high school girls they range anywhere from 14 to 18, 4 foot 10 to 6' tall, different body shapes and sizes. And I'm, I'm not a bad role model, but I want to be the best one that I can be for them, especially oh, being a curvy so girl and knowing, you know, the struggles, especially in high school. I really want to add in, you know, some body positive messages for them and be that person that I didn't have in high school. So, like, I just want some, you know, tips on how to, Drop some subtle hints for them and really mm. inspire them, too. So thank you guys so much for everything you do. Um, keep doing what you're doing. I It's so appreciated. I love y'all. Bye.
0: I love you. That is so sweet. First of all, you are so sweet. And second of all, the fact that you're thinking about that for the girls that you coach already shows <sighs> that you are being an amazing role model to them.
1: Yeah. I think it's so amazing that we're in an age, too, where, like, there are educators who think this way and, like, are actively trying to find ways to be, like, support systems for their kids.
0: That's so cool. I, I think you're amazing. I think you're doing amazing things. Um, in terms of advice, I think what you said about subtlety is really important. Yeah. Because I think it's it's less about, you know, saying the right thing at the right time all the time mm-hmm. and jamming those messages in. It's just about being that person who, first of all, I think by you being a curvy girl and being confident and being their role model, they're already going to look to you and be like, well, if she's so confident and if she's living her life, yeah. I can too. Totally. Um, I think being really careful about what you say about your own body is really important. Yeah. Because I remember like you know I had a coach in soccer who was beautiful and she was like a thicker girl and she all the time would say things about how like degrading things about herself Mm. and it would make me feel like oh well like I should feel that way about myself too. Mm -hmm. So I think almost more important than what you say to them is how you talk about yourself around them. Yeah.
1: Well, and I also think with sports, like, putting an emphasis on, like, we're doing conditioning to get strong so yes. we can have our best performance versus, like, we're doing conditioning so that we're skinny. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, like, I, when I was in middle school, <laughs> one of the only times I ever did sports was I did competitive cheerleading, and I remember my coach would literally sit there and eat halloween candy like while she was making us do conditioning yeah and like talk about how like we need to like not be fat and we need mm. to do this and that and the other and it was like it i just i feel like you have to kind of practice what you preach yeah. of like If you're asking them to do something and you're holding them to a certain standard, holding yourself to the same standard Mm -hmm. of like, hey, I'm going to
0: be so positive about your body, so I'm also going to be positive about my body. I think that's really important. Also, like, I think when you're like doing your pre-game, if it's some sort of like team sport, when you're doing like a pre-game kind of talk and pep talk like all coaches do, add in something in there about like, you know, Let's, like, use our bodies to the best of our ability. Yeah. Like, really, I think one of my favorite quotes is, like, exercise is a celebration of what your body can do, not a punishment for what you ate. So, I think, you know, mm-hmm. making that, like, how awesome that, like, we get to use our bodies in this sport. And, like, really yeah. making it a thing where there, you know, I I was always, like, even at my thinnest, I've always been, like, thick. Like, I've always been muscular. Yeah. Um, even when I had, like, low lower body fat and I had coaches who would like say things about like you know like even little things about like oh like sears like a tank and like that Mm -hmm. didn't make me feel good about like me being strong but then I also had coaches who'd be like yeah like you're so strong like because you're so thick like you're a great defender and like you can do this how awesome that your body gives you this advantage yeah and I think making those positive like affirmations about the girls' bodies in a way that's not singling them out yeah. is really important.
1: Yeah. I think that's perfect. Mm-hmm.
0: Good for you, though. Yay! I love that you're influencing girls like that. That's really important. That's so awesome. Hi, Sierra and Skylar. This is Bailey. Um, so I'm a new military spouse,
2: and my husband and I are facing our first deployment. Mm-hmm. And I feel like anytime I complain about, the deployment being hard or how much I miss my husband, I constantly get the fact that I chose this life thrown in my face. So I guess what I'm trying to ask is, is it okay for me to complain about it being hard and missing my husband, or should I not complain because this is, in fact, the life I chose? Thank you guys so much. I love you so much.
0: Mm, Love you, Bailey. I think it's obviously
1: very different but Kyle travels a lot for work. Like right now he's currently in Spain and we we're talking cuz next year they're going to be there's at least one time, maybe two times where he's going to be gone for like 6 weeks and I'm going to have like a couple month old baby. And so it's one of those things where I feel like if I'm talking to like my relatives or my friends about it, I'm like I know we're just going to get through this. I know I have a support system. I know that's what we signed up for. But, like, I'm really nervous to have, like, a four-month-old and have my husband be gone for a month and a half. Like, that's – and I think it's obviously a very different situation. But I think that it's, like, kind of a balance of you – like, you did sign up for that. Like, you did go into the situation knowing, like, I knew that Kyle was going to travel for, like, over a month at a time
0: but also like that doesn't it's, make it any easier
1: yeah and also your feelings are always valid yes. of like i think that like i like want to be the person where i'm not crying every day like that's just kind of excessive and you have to like learn to live the life that you have mm-hmm. but i think that like feeling sad and talking to your friends and family about it's totally normal especially yeah. with deployment
0: yeah i think first of all thank you to your husband for his service mm-hmm. Um and you know you're part of that service like you're making a sacrifice as well and just because you signed up for it that doesn't make it easier. Totally. And you're allowed to be sad and you're allowed to miss him and you know you're allowed to talk to your family and friends about that and that doesn't make you like weak or that doesn't make you even that doesn't even mean you regret it. It just means that you're leaning on people around you to get through it and you know I think it's it's different for me because when Stephen and I are apart it's usually I'm the one who's gone yeah um but I think any advice that you have because Kyle is gone so much and yeah. you're at home how do you like outside of just you know you, you're valid to be upset how do you still enjoy your life and enjoy your time without just waiting for him to get back
1: I think for me it's interesting because Kyle and I are actually a really dependent couple we talked about that a couple episodes ago of like he gets home from work and like if he can get home an hour early that's great like we want to spend as much time with each other as we can like we cook dinner together every night we like all all of our shows we watch together except for like Vanderpump Rules like there's like (laughs) very few like even this week when he's been gone in Spain it's like I want to watch tv because I'm home yeah what can I watch or just start like a new show because like even like I don't want to watch Bachelor in Paradise without him and then have him like like there are certain things we like just do together but so I think for me a really big thing is like appreciating my alone time because first of all like I'm never just like alone in the apartment like it's nice sometimes to be able to like have a bath and like light some candles and just really focus on like yourself and like i don't know like i really like cleaning <laughs> like, I, uh but also i think like reaching out to your friends and family yeah. like two nights ago i hung out with jessica yesterday i hung out with you tonight i'm hanging out with my parents like for me i think filling my time and like really appreciating that like i have so many people around me and i think like being in san diego has been such a big thing for that of yeah. like in la if he was like working overnights or going to Vegas for a work trip or whatever I really felt alone and so I don't know what your situation is if you're close to family and friends or not but maybe even like reaching out to like Facebook groups of other military wives in your area or you know I think like even just getting coffee with someone even if that's a 30 minute coffee break throughout your day I think knowing that like first of all you're gonna like use your voice and speak that day you aren't (laughs) just gonna be like at home working on your computer and then like not talk to anyone other than your animals like I think knowing that like there's something to look forward to is nice I don't know and also like still do the fun things like still go to Disneyland or still go to the football game or whatever you think is fun like don't think that you have to wait until he gets back to continue living your life
0: I love that all right next question
2: Hi, Sierra and Skylar. Um, I'm so excited to uh, be asking you guys a question. I love your podcast, and Mm. I love you guys so much. Love Um, you. So, uh, Sierra, I actually have a question for you, because I kind of think that you're like the Broadway queen. Um, I'm going (laughs) to New York in October, and I've never been, and I'm really excited, um, but I am overwhelmed with like Broadway world and I don't know what I should see for like my first real Broadway show and I don't know like where to go where should I buy tickets can you give me a little bit of advice and information about that and again I just love you guys and I'm really enjoying this podcast so I hope y'all are having a great day Uh, thanks for listening bye
0: bye Bye. love you (laughs) oh you're so sweet the broadway queen take it away um all right so first i totally understand being overwhelmed with the amount of different ways you can purchase tickets and the amount of shows that there are so first thing um broadway.com has a list of all the shows that are currently running but do not buy your tickets through broadway.com because there can be up to a fifty dollar service charge per ticket on broadway.com so go to broadway.com click the date you want to see a show and then it'll show you everything that's playing and you can click and read a little description there are also lots of reviews on youtube and online where you can kind of read about the show without being spoiled to figure out also listening to cast recordings on spotify is great Mm -hmm. um and then when you're gonna buy the ticket if you're like 100 percent, i need to see this show and it's one that usually sells out you can buy it in advance um the best way to do that is to go to that show's specific website so google you know, if you want to see Come From Away, Come From Away website, go to their website, click tickets, and that'll take yeah. you to their direct ticket seller, which is usually either Ticketmaster or Telecharge. And then you can choose your seat, buy your ticket, good to go. If you're a little more flexible, you know, don't really know what I want to see, don't really have a specific show I need to see, there is a TKTS booth, and that's an app as well, so you can search at TKTS And it'll sell same day tickets for a 30 to 60% off discount on the day of or the next day matinee. I actually did a whole video about this on my vlog channel, so uh, link in the description, Kyle. Woo! We'll put it down there um, where I kind of walk through all of this more in depth. But it's also really great buying them there because they have um, employees who, as you're waiting in line, will answer any questions you have about the show they can help recommend a show for what you like and what you say you like you know they've seen all of those shows usually so like i was waiting in line and the couple in front of me was like we're thinking about seeing avenue q what do you think about that and then the guy was like i think it's a great show are you people who are easily offended and they were like oh we're from utah and like we're mormons so we don't want to see anything that's like raunchy and they're like yeah how about not Avenue Q yeah. and one of these shows, and then there was another couple who was like, we really like edgy, like avant-garde theater, and he's like, I'd really recommend seeing this show. And so they're really helpful yeah. with that and kind of guiding you, and the tickets are cheaper.
1: I also will say, I think, like, both of us really like a lot of the like newer musicals, like mm-hmm. Come From Away, Weetress, Dear Evan Hansen, Hamilton, whatever. But I think if you're someone who's new to Broadway, i feel like the hits are hits for a reason yeah like wicked is great wicked is wonderful lion king great like there are a lot of shows out there that are easier to get tickets for because they're not such like hot commodities and also are like there's a reason why they've been running so long on broadway yeah because they're really great
0: do you have like a top three shows for beginners that you would recommend that are currently running Um, you can think of
1: I mean, the first one that comes to my head is Wicked. Yeah. I feel like Wicked is a great introduction. Yeah. It's fun. It's dramatic. It's like a story <clears throat> that everyone is kind of familiar
0: with, but a retelling of it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. I will say if you're going to see Wicked, get the ticket in advance because yeah. they don't have it at TKTS. Um, I think Waitress is actually a really great first show yeah. because there are a lot of the more fun, big number, fun musical numbers, but it also does have a lot of heart. Yeah. But it's not like... Edgy, like you're not gonna be like struggling to follow the storyline. Waitress
1: still be there in October because isn't it leaving this season?
0: It's leaving in January. Oh, I believe so. It'll still be there. And Waitress, you can usually get TKTS tickets for. Yeah. Um, if you do like something a little bit more avant garde, I love Come From Away.
1: Yeah.
0: (coughs) Sorry, I'm having a cough attack. Um, but it's not like over the top. Like you won't be able to. It's not gonna be hard to follow. It's funny, but it has a lot Mm. of heart. Beautiful. Yeah. Um. anything else you can think of
1: no I think my I think my top recommendation to a new person would be wicked yeah definitely wicked is in my top like 10 12 musicals it's definitely yeah. not like my favorite musical of all time but yeah. I feel like every time I've seen it I've walked away being like wow that was, wow, so that fun. was amazing yeah. that was so fun yeah so yeah
0: all right, well, thank you guys so much for watching. Be sure to subscribe oh. to the podcast channel on YouTube and uh, give us a thumbs up. Leave a comment down below. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yes, we love reading your reviews. Um, give us five stars if you can. And uh-huh. uh, we'll see you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye.